I'm Ann Croker, writing coach. If you're tuning in for the first time, welcome. If you're a regular, welcome back. Today, you've joined hundreds of established and emerging writers who are discovering ways to reach their writing goals and have fun by being more curious, creative, and productive. You're listening to the Ann Croker Writing Coach Podcast. This is episode 259, Come to Your Senses As You Write. On a sunny spring day, I sat with seven homeschoolers on a stretch of grass for a creative writing session. The older kids started to fidget before we even started. What are we doing here? We're going to see what's around us. A fifth grader pointed with his pen. I see sky, clouds, cars, building, done. The others laughed. We're going to be quiet and listen, too, I added. I hear birds, done. More chuckles. Before we write, I began, let's look at the sky. What color is it? Someone said, blue. What kind of blue? There are so many blues. Is it dark blue like these navy pants? Or is it blue like turquoise? Or is it the kind of blue you want to swim in? Or the color of your mom's eyes? They looked up. Write down phrases that describe this particular blue at this particular moment of this particular day. Compare it to other things that are blue. They studied the sky, and one by one, each started writing. What else do you see? You mentioned clouds. What kind of clouds? Puffy white cumulus clouds or light and filmy cirrus clouds? We continued exploring multi-sensory details. They grouped their ideas by sense, so each stanza of the poem they were going to write began, I see, I hear, I smell, I touch, I taste. This simple census poem, though, isn't just for kids. You could try it, too. Slow down and tune into the space around you, ideally outdoors. Look, listen, inhale deeply. What are the particulars you notice at this particular moment of this particular day? Write down key words and adjectives. Capture images and sounds. What smells do you breathe in? Compare these details to something else. You'll be crafting metaphors with nouns and more seemingly unrelated nouns that actually enhance the meaning. Touch different textures. Taste something. Well, taste what's appropriate. Don't eat anything weird or poisonous. And as you capture these particulars, you'll realize that this moment is one of a kind, and you're writing a poem about it as those kids did. When you realize the poem is coming together, group the sensory details that you've described to form those stanzas, I see, I hear, I smell, I touch, I taste, rearrange as needed though, and write an opening line if you like, maybe two. Write a closing line if you like, maybe two, maybe three. Read it aloud. You've captured in multisensory detail a moment of your wild and precious life. And you've practiced a skill you can use in all your writing to bring your stories and scenes to life for your reader with this multi-sensory detail. Years ago, I attended a writing workshop and the leader referenced Flannery O'Connor paraphrasing a section of The Nature and Aim of Fiction from Mystery and Manners, Occasional Prose, where O'Connor wrote, A lady who writes and whom I admire very much wrote me that she had learned from Flaubert that it takes at least Three activated sensuous strokes to make an object real. And she believes that this is connected with our having five senses. If you're deprived of any of them, you're in a bad way. But if you're deprived of more than two at once, you almost aren't present. The workshop leader held up an imaginary artist's brush and said, One, two, three, and you're done. 
Include in your poetry and prose, fiction or nonfiction, at least three sensory details, and your writer will be in the scene with you. One, two, three, and you're done. Right there in the grass on that day with the homeschooled kids, they arranged their poems, scribbling into spiral notebooks balanced on bony knees. When we brought them back inside, each child read their poem aloud for the other mom who had stayed inside while we wrote. We applauded after each poem. One of them read a simple series of images and metaphors. We applauded. He grinned a sheepish grin and then shook his head after making eye contact with his mom. I looked over. She was wiping away tears. That was beautiful, she said, stopping to swallow and press the corners of her eyes to dam them up. She smiled and looked at each child. They are all so, so beautiful. You see the world, and you're a corner of the world like no one else. The comparisons you make, the metaphors you form, flow from your own connections and history. Bring your world to life. One, two, three, and you're done. This episode is brought to you by Build Your Writing Lab, a free training I'll be leading live August 23rd, 2023. With Build Your Writing Lab, you'll start to see every piece of professional writing with new eyes and find inspiration in their techniques. And I am not holding back. You're getting six different approaches to dissect text and discover how to improve your craft. Register now and you can join us August 23rd or you can watch the replay. You'll be empowered with a proven system to become a better writer. Register at annkroker.com slash writing lab. That's annkroker.com slash writing lab. And I'm Ann Croker, cheering you on as a writing coach in your ear, everywhere we may meet, at my website, on this podcast, in your inbox, or even in person. I'm always looking for ideas to share with you that will help you achieve your writing goals and have fun by being more curious, creative, and productive. Thank you for being here.